0: Thank you. All right. G'day guys, welcome back to another fading episode. So Brother Munir, I got a uh, a <laughs> an icebreaker for you. I started on my words I for a I second. You need the icebreaker. I might need it <laughs> too. I got my <laughs> coffee as well. Um
1: Maybe I should give you icebreaker. <laughs> I- if you've got one on top of your head, hit me. Yeah, <laughs> i leave it to you. <laughs> uh,
0: okay. Um so the first one, so the fourth brother on the podcast. Um, likes to ask this question to our guest so dead or alive is there someone who you would love to meet and if there is who would that person be besides the prophet besides the prophet
1: prophet. if they're alive or they're not alive
0: yeah dead or alive
1: if they're alive
0: they can be dead or they can be alive or they can be alive or they can be dead
1: that's a tough question man
0: it is
2: we've got to tell the guests in advance (laughs) subhanAllah (laughs) I reckon
3: it's more of a first thing um, comes to your head. Yeah, whatever comes to
1: your head, shall you know, well, said look, um every of us as Muslims we want to meet the Prophet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, mean, a cheat code. You know, this is this is uh, I would say every Muslim uh would want to meet Sallam. I mean SubhanAllah. You know, the best creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ever walked on the face of this earth. Um From I mean Currently uh, I don't know I Don't really Know about Um, SubhanAllah I would I would say my father He's He he passed away (laughs) Allah Alhamdulillah But yeah I would I would um, You know I would say My father So that he can see my uh, Family Our kids His grand grandchildren And And basically to to see uh what he left behind alhamdulillah
0: and the work that you've done as well to see you and the work that you've done in the community as well
1: alhamdulillah i mean yes um he he's the basically the 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 one who encouraged all these things and he's 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 someone who um always help others so it is something that inspired uh myself and uh as well um my other brothers and sisters so alhamdulillah um of course uh, I would say that I'm yeah. my father again. And uh, I from. if you ask me any person that's alive that I would like to meet, uh, I don't know. Yeah, no. I've, I've got no one right now. No, it's the it's the just th- a, a question it's that <laughs> everyone. I wasn't th- ready for. <laughs> it. The
2: tough thing with this question is you feel like your answer has to be the perfect answer. Yeah. It's like, damn, I need to li- really think, like, who's your role model? It's like that question. It was like, it feels like everything is... You know, answer to this one question. So it's a tough question to ask. It is, you know? indeed, yeah.
3: Just a quick PSA for everybody who doesn't know, who's listening and watching the podcast, inshallah. Brother Munir is the national manager of NZF, which is the National Zakat Foundation. We had Brother Ismail Davids. It's not Davids, Davids, yeah? Davids, Davids uh, We yeah. had Brother Ismail Davids on the podcast. He's a beloved uncle of ours as well. Beyond that, inshallah, we've um, we've brought on his, his right-hand man, Brother Munir. And um, just, just to develop on... His recommendation as to how we should start this podcast is kind of like, it's the reason as to why NZF is important for the community. Why, inshallah, we need more organizations. Or if not, I'm not actually (laughs) bringing up competitors now. (laughs) But no, no. Why NZF is so important to the community. And I'll let Brother Munir develop on it a little bit more, inshallah,
1: because I'm talking too much. (laughs) Jazakallah (laughs) khair, Brother Suhail, for this important uh, question. Um, Why NZF? It's a very important question, to be honest. Um, SubhanAllah, for the last... I mean, before NZF, National Zakat Foundation, uh, was established in Australia, we had... um, I would say we had only four pillars that were practiced, four pillars of Islam. We we all know Islam is uh, five pillars, and we mean to practice them all. Um, Basically, once we declare the Shahada, then we need to have a masjid as Muslims, as a community to come together and pray. Uh, in fact, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions the salah with the zakat 32 times in the Quran. 32 times, you know, those who um, pray and, and give zakat, those who pray give zakat. So, in different ways um, in the Quran. And then if you jump the third pillar, which is zakat, and then we have the uh, Ramadan, where you know we don't fast Ramadan. Until we see the moon. And for, this for the moon uh, to be witnessed has to be at least two Muslims has to witness it. And the, the entire community uh, will follow that, inshallah. And then we have uh, Hajj, which is the pilgrimage. Um, you don't really go by yourself and do the Hajj. You have to be under the uh, leadership of Amir. And then he will lead you, basically. When it comes to zakat, it's the same thing. There is something called Amilina Alayha. Those who are uh, zakat administrators, um, and it has to be practiced in every community. So, as a community, as Muslim community, we have to have these five pillars set, so that to call it we are, uh, in a, in a within the Muslim community. Otherwise, if we don't practice this, our Islam is um, not set the way the, the correct way, because mm. each pillar has uh, something to do with our life, right? Each pillar has to do whether it's internally or externally. Whether it's between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, like a salah connection as with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, or between us and the world Like Hajj You know we go and meet everyone Or whether it's between the rich and the poor uh, Whether it's between in, internal and external Ramadan and Zakat So this has something to connect with With uh, uh, the community With Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala With your friends With your family with, with everyone So if you are taking one of these pillars You know as we all kind of learned When uh, we, were, we were young We all know you know s- Pillars of Islam If one of them is be away, uh, to be away or to be taken away, then the 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 roof will fall down. So this is Islam. So this is Islam, and this NZF is one of the pillars of Islam in Australia. Bismillah subhanahu wa taala. So, in regards to the NZF,
3: I've oh I've done a lot of research. I'm not too sure if the boys have themselves, <laughs> you know. But um, when it comes to the um, when it comes to the programs you guys offer, so obviously we, we we've seen respectful relations which we just spoke about earlier um, the healing forward campaign and then also crisis accommodation which are all to do with various like issues and 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 problems that within the community for example domestic violence or drug and alcohol addiction or whether it's somebody being an orphan or being homeless inshallah like how does that tie into zakat
1: Zakallah, another good question um, subhanallah i would basically go back into um you know the time of us sallallahu alaihi wa sallam okay. we need to understand first of all uh allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent rasul sallallahu alaihi wa sallam to be followed to be followed to be um uh, you know he's the leader he is the one who came with the message um for this reason allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said um to rasul sallallahu alaihi he is the example uswatun hasana you had a perfect example In Rasul Sallallahu <laughs> Alaihi You know what I mean So he has to be followed That's the first thing Islam Subhanallah Is not a chaos um, religion It is not something that Very c- um, complex Islam is easy and structured um, uh, It has process and in, in, in procedure uh, When you look at it From you know all aspects of life So Zakat is one of them but zakat is part of you know there there is many systems within Islam you know how uh, when we studied science there is different systems within our body and this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creating you know the um digesting system we have the um uh, like you know the growing system we have the uh, um respiratory system we have like there is different systems right mm. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala within ourselves anfusim afala uh, I'm not sure which ayah But you know, even within themselves Can't they see Can't they think There's a system that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Imagine for his religion The religion that he wants us to follow It has to be structured It has to be clear It has to be simple Do You know what I mean? So if you are to look at Islam you would find there is um, justice system, subhanAllah. If you had to look at this financial system where um, Brother Suhail, um, you know, worked, like, you know, that we have Islamic finance. There is Islamic finance. What is that? I mean, there is a system that we need to follow so that we are Muslims, so that we are following the lead, uh, uh, following the footsteps of Rasul, sallallahu alaihi and there is, um, you know, um, also um, salah system. There is, um, you know, welfare system like zakat. So there are systems, you know what I mean? Um, that we need to actually follow. We we don't need to invent anything. We don't need to invent anything. Islam is ready. It's a package that we have to take. No one can come today and tell us, you know what, I want to invent this, this, this for, for Islam. You can't invent. It's already there. SubhanAllah. Um, so this is the first thing. And Rasul Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also follows and, and says to, when it comes to Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you know, the the only way for us to be successful is to follow uh, the book of Allah, the Quran, and the Sunnah. Right? So, following the book of Allah and the Sunnah means we are on the right path. We haven't uh, invented anything um, into the deen. Subhanallah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then tests us. Okay? Allah subhanahu wa tests the, the believers. He says, <coughs> If you are truly and sincerely and you know, i say, Oh Muhammad, to 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 the to the believers, if you truly and sincerely love the Prophet or to to love Allah subhanahu wa taala, Then follow me. All you need to do is close your eyes and follow the Prophet
2: <laughs>
1: Okay. So this is what Islam is, and this is what we're trying to do when it comes to NZF. Okay. As uh, I was saying earlier, for example. Um, we have the five pillars of Islam Do we need to bring any way of uh, uh, Implementing the deen Or we already have the uswah We have the example In Rasul <laughs> Sallallahu And who could be best And, and perfect example than Rasul Sallallahu If Allah Himself Is telling us in the Quran Follow Him He's the best of examples Subhanallah mm-hmm. Then We have um, You know um, uh, We have Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam actually uh, seen and, and 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 fixed a lot of issue in his time a lot of issues so one of the, 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 the you know the issues or one of the thing i want to mention today inshallah uh, is that um, you know many muslims they are very disturbed right now mm. because of the challenges whether it's homelessness whether it's orphan whether it's domestic violence whether it's uh, drug and alcohol whether S- you mention disability, everything. Do you think this is for the first time happening in this day and age? No, mm. Allah, it's not. It happened in the time of Rasulullah and this is where we come. Because how does Rasulullah mm. dealt with them? This is where we need to follow Rasulullah mm. This is how we need to appreciate his 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 uh, you know um, solutions, and then we bring them back to our life. You know, we have two different lenses. Eh? One is lens to do our worldly life, where we can invent, where we can uh, come up with ideas, where they tell you, think outside the box, and uh, and all these things. And we have another lens, where we need to look, if we are saying, we are doing uh, Islamic work, then we have to put the Islamic lens. Mm. And then see through Quran and Sunnah. Mm. See through this, the, the, the Salah, the Sahaba. This is how we uh, need to practice our deen. So when it comes to, uh, zakat as you mentioned there is a lot of uh, programs that we are uh, implementing um, you know healing forward for example we have the uh, respectful relationships for school uh, age kids mm. and uh, we have crisis accommodation for homelessness yeah. you know muslim homeless uh, people subhanallah um so I- you might think like you know these names even if they come like or they change we have them in our seerah Now put the lenses of Islam How does Islam dealt with them? Mm-hmm. You know If you are talking about Healing forward for example Rasulullah um, Many sahabiyat You know Many women Came to him uh, You know uh, 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 um, Complaining about their husbands In fact Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala Clearly mentioned the Quran اللَّهُ الَّتِي قَوْلَ الَّتِي تُجَادِلُكَ فِي زَوْجِهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard about the woman, you know, debating about her husband, complaining about her husband. What does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala say? You know, he gave him the answer. He gave him like, you know, then he actually, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Mujadala, he clearly mentions uh, what happened and how he... Basically, I wouldn't say, uh, out of respect, I wouldn't say he committed um, domestic violence But it was there was a lot of argument and um, that's why she came in and, and complained about her, the, her, the, the the husband And Rasulullah <coughs> counseled the woman In fact, while she was talking to Rasulullah <coughs> sallallahu While she was complaining about her old age husband The Quran revealed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed SubhanAllah inter- interestingly, you know, Aisha anha said, I was in another room, I can't even hear what they were saying. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala heard from over the seven skies about what they saying and he revealed an ayah. SubhanAllah. This is domestic violence, counseling, talking to people. And this is exactly how do we p- implement this? With um Healing Forward program, we have we 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 divide it into three. First part is if their um, family, you know, if their uh, husband and wife, they're still together, but they're facing some sort of uh, dispute and disagreement, we're trying to counsel them. We're trying to send them to a uh, professional counselor to sit with them, family counselor, and talk to them, take them through uh, the process of counseling. Inshallah, they might come back together. They might think or realize their difference is not that big. Mm. You know, they're still together. There is Give them another chance they need to see a uh, marriage counseling. And this is where our program comes. Mm. You see, we're bringing it back to the Sunnah of Allah. <laughs> how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how Rasul <laughs> dealt with this kind of situation. Subhanallah. It, when it comes to, uh, and, and this comes, subhanallah, you know, the respectful um, relationships, this all comes from the tarbiyah. Mm. You know, before, why we do, so this program is actually uh, designed to, for us and for our team members to go into uh, schools, you know, um, uh, high schools and, and actually take the kids through the Islamic uh, adab, you know, ethical um, relationships with anyone, not just with your um, spouse, but also with your mother, with your father, with your sister, with uh, anyone else, new Muslims, non-Muslims, you, you ne- really need to respect yourself and respect others in any way, at yeah. any uh, you know set of um, gathering, anything.
3: So you guys like have like a set of guidelines in regards exactly. to like, don't cross this line. This is okay. This isn't okay. Is it like specific? Like, do you guys act out, for example, a scenario between the mom, and the son, and the daughter?
1: Or the. Yep, it is a uh, day long workshop that they need. It's, it's not information. Mm. It has to be uh practice. You need to show them through workshops. You need to give them examples. You need to give them ayat. You need to give them a hadith. Mm. You need to actually um, fill them with, with the right information and the right um, consequences. Also, so this program that we have, it has all the Islamic uh guidelines and also the the legal um you know the the australian legal guidelines as well so basically um it shows them like you know from both sides Mm. both the lengths it's not right if you are trying to oppress anyone Mm. so you have to be careful when you're dealing with any person whether it's a man whether a woman whether anyone so this is um something that we put together with uh in in in, um, a partnership with uh, another organization that works in the field. So we made it kind of, we Islamized it and we added our own materials. Oh yes. alhamdulillah. alhamdulillah. So this is something that we are uh, doing. Um, we might not advertise, we might not uh, kind of say it openly, but Alhamdulillah, we are going into schools and we have supporters. We have uh, partners. Yeah. So we have program partners and we have service partners. Um, uh, you know, I would like to thank uh, to thank um, MCCA for being partners in this program. Alhamdulillah. Um, behind the scene, they supporting us to actually go and travel and, and, and create this kind of content to make it happen. Inshallah, thank can for us.
2: What is it? Inshallah, they can for us. <laughs> in. that? Inshallah, they us in. Inshallah. Yeah, Inshallah. In need that. Patreon. We'll see. We'll see. I
0: was going to ask about Zakat real quick, yeah? So with Zakat, yeah, a lot of people, they have the... Um, Illusion that zakat is in the form of money, yeah. If I've understood you correctly, NZF has like different programs which aren't just necessarily monetary. That in order to give back to the community, essentially, correct? Mm-hmm. That's yeah,
1: correct. that's correct. So th- these are part of the programs I was uh, mentioning earlier. Um, so, you know, in in Australia, many people have uh, the wrong understanding uh, of what zakat is. Basically, when we think Zakat, the first thing, uh, I mean, this is an argument that we've, um, I, I believe we've tackled long ago. Yep. I don't need to go into local or, um, uh, you know, international Zakat, which, um, as I said, if you put your Islamic lens, you would find that um, all the scholars, all the scholars, they, they would say, you no, know, you need to cover your local needs first and then basically look after the uh, other needs. So I guess the question should be, do we have a need for zakat in Australia? And mm. what kind of needs? You know? SubhanAllah, um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala clearly uh, tell us about the uh, zakat uh, recipients in the Qur'an, in Surah Tawbah, Ayah number 60, right? So there are eight categories of zakat recipients, al- uh, masarif al-zakat. So we need to examine that, okay, do we have the, the poor? I was just mentioning to you guys earlier, like, do we have poor people in Australia? Um, many will say, no, we live in Australia, as if Australia is Jannah, right? Um, don't we have um, refugees, asylum seekers, which 70% of them Muslims?
3: Mm.
1: Wow. Okay, so where do you want them to go? Um, like, you know, the question is, oh, there is a lot of support, okay, from who? Do you want, like, do, would you allow your sister, your mother, um, your kids to go to, um, you know, some of this organization out there? Not that we don't like them, not that we um, are against them, but if you think about it, like, who are they? Mention, and, and I ask people sometimes, yeah, there's a lot of support, there's a lot of these, and they mention, you know, who are they? Salvation Army. Salvation Army, Red Cross, St. Vincent, Brotherhood. Yeah, okay, yep, yep, keep going. Okay, so you want you allow your sister with hijab, you allow your wife if you are to die to go to that church and and beg them and give me my give me something to eat. How do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah. Just 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 think. Not because you are you have okay, um, the Australian citizen uh, citizenship and and you are eligible to receive, uh, you know, Centrelink. What about those who don't have that one? They don't even. I was just talking to you guys. Um, And you heard the conversation Mm -hmm. with one of the clients, homeless client. She doesn't have, uh, you know, work rights, doesn't have the visa. Um, She's just on bridging visa, no work rights. What what does that mean? She has to hustle and bustle to get something to eat, Mm. to stay under the roof. And sometimes, you know, when you're on a race, sometimes you fail. SubhanAllah. What are you going to do? So, w- <laughs> like this kind of sister wearing hijab, having a you know five years old child with her, yeah. How do you feel like for her? She can go. She can go. It's not. It's not a problem. But mm-hmm. what are you going to say to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala <laughs> tomorrow? Because your zakat is her right. Mm. She comes first. That's that's the, that's the understanding what we should have, yeah. you know. So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Uh, Qadr, he ordained For every land Zakat pairs And zakat recipients It is It is the hikmah of Allah Subh'ala, The wisdom of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala you, you know If you take The zakat of one land And you take it somewhere else Then you will see the fasad True. You, will see mm-hmm. you would see a lot of mischief uh, You would see a lot of Corruption In the land that They're not giving their zakat
0: Quick question On the client here, You said obviously 70% of those that are like refugees and whatnot, uh Muslim. And obviously, we we, we heard your conversation with your client, and you're telling us just like what within the last hour or so you had what three people?
1: Yeah, just today, as t- you know, before I come here, we have to deal with three different homelessness. Yeah, yeah.
0: just so people understand like the emphasis behind this and whatnot, ha- like how many of these clients do you deal with like on a daily basis or like what's the well, turnover that you see?
1: I mean, subhanAllah, you know, it happened to be today. Uh, we had um uh, you know 3 to 4 uh you know homeless clients mm. but this is just the homeless uh area yeah you haven't i haven't even touched the other areas like you know the uh um, you know medical needs and um you know rental assistance uh people asking for food um this this is different areas yeah. so you know, as as earlier you were saying, um, you know, we are you guys looking for case workers? I said yes, because right. we have uh, currently, as, as we're talking, um, you know, we have people waiting for five weeks in our d- list, and we are working with full capacity, and we're hiring people. Just, you know, um, f- in the last four weeks, we hired about three or four case workers so that they can help us, yeah. because we are... You know the numbers are like increasing like crazy, Subhanallah. Mm. So what
0: do caseworkers do? They just go through. They like
1: have to actually call and They and each each caseworker we have currently we have about um, close to twenty five caseworkers, yep. where at least and we we push these caseworkers at least to deal with three cases a day. Mm. So say if there are um, five people rostered uh, for today, times three you're talking about, um, uh, you know, these are cases we need to cover every single day. Every single day, uh, 15 to 20 cases, we have to close and support and assist, right? With whatever is the need. Um, And then we have cases like homelessness, someone just comes like that, we have to deal, this is priority one. We have to deal, it, uh, deal with these kind of cases um, immediately. We can't just say, oh, look, it's all right, sleep in the street. we deal we, see with, we see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah. We can't do that. We have a you know, hotline where we have to be ready to answer every phone call. We don't know when mm-hmm. is the next one coming.
0: So what's the procedure like when you're dealing with someone who obviously gets in an unfortunate situation of becoming un, uh, homeless?
1: Um, well, so it depends where they are. Alhamdulillah, um, What we're doing right now is, um, I think we've already mentioned the the programs in uh, NZF, and I would like to, to invite every person who uh, may have any type of um, service to the community, even if it's counseling, or um, you know, if you are a sheikh, or if you are, um, you know, anything that you may see yourself like, you know, I can help. In this area, or even you just come and tell us. Look, this is what I do. How can I help? Because what w- what we have right now is, um, you know, alhamdulillah, we structured our services the Islamic way. Again, going back, always going back to how Rasulullah dealt. You know, um, imagine when the you muhajirin uh, came from Mecca uh, to Medina. H- what did Rasulullah did? Paid them up. Exactly. So yeah. there is a service provider in the business, in the process. So service providers were who? The, the Ansars. Yeah. You know, there's the Mu'akhat, brethren. Okay, you are a brother of this one. You are the brother. Okay, next, come on. Everyone takes, and they became brothers, not friends, not m- roommates. No, they're not. They're actually brothers. They can even inherit from each other. Imagine, look how Islam changed their life forever. They became brothers, like a blood brothers. Subhanallah. Um, So there was a process in place. We need to examine again. How did Rasulullah do? What was involved? So that's why we call it the prophetic way. We're dealing with every case the prophetic way. Uh You know. So what we do? Okay. What do we have in the community? What are the resources that we have? Think about it. Okay, we have a brother who has three bedroom. Alhamdulillah. We have a homeless uh, brother. If this brother tells us, look, I've got two, two, two bedrooms empty. Hmm. If you have anyone, happy to, to, to host them hmm. or even to rent them. Definitely. We pay for it. It's not for free. Alhamdulillah. This brother is zakat eligible. He's homeless. Um, this sister is a zakat eligible. She's homeless. And there is this family has uh, empty rooms. Why not hmm. bring them together? Yeah. Use That's that true. that use that brethren, you know, bring them together, live together. Mm. Sure. So this is one. Maybe as I was saying earlier, there is a you know healing forward. This family they need some sort of um, counseling. Who do we have in the community from the counseling? Um, we have such and such person. Can you please come and start counseling them? They don't have money. They don't. They can't afford it. We will afford it. Mm. Inshallah, we will pay you. Yeah, and then. Um, organizations like MCCA it doesn 't it basically it 's an ecosystem where we bring in everyone together. some people will pay because it is it 's not coming from my pocket it 's coming from the community oh. it 's coming from organizations like MCCA and 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 many other organizations who are supporting these kind of uh, 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 you know um, programs you bring people together, fix their problem transform them imagine they come out of this counseling service And they love each other You are supporting another family In the community that who, who will be raising a healthy child A Muslim child A strong child SubhanAllah mm. Because of that counseling Who helped the community Yeah, SubhanAllah This is the prophetic way
3: You're, you're right Because you can see it now We're not too sure about the things Because y- you obviously have to have something reported In order for it to be popped up Onto your to your line of vision Yeah so for for kids that are struggling in silence, for example, the mother and the father are, are in a spat or whatever it is, and you can see that mental health is kind of deteriorating for the child or for the children that are at home with the parents. No. Like, do you guys ever have to intervene in a situation, for example, where you guys haven't been asked for, like you guys haven't been asked, but you're kind of like,
1: we're aware of and we feel like we need well, to step in? That's a very good question, and, and um, I think um, I, I need to say it and maybe inform everyone. Look, if you can see um, there is a crime happening, you can't keep quiet. Um, in fact, I'll, um, I remember a sister walking to uh, our office um, with another sister who is also our client, uh, who received um, as financial assistance uh, previously, mm-hmm. Sh- and she, she found out she's her neighbor, like um, he's struggling yet. he can go and ask for assistance financial assistance and when she came to the office we can see some bruises and and injuries in the child's um hand and and face and our caseworkers like you know she asked what happened it doesn't look accident i don't know, it's fine and it's like are you sure and she was like pausing and and thinking and then Im- immediately you know something is not right maybe mm-hmm. she is abusing the, the, this child or someone is abusing so we, we tell look, we're not go you're not going anywhere. We're gonna call the police right now. Either you report to the police or we report. <laughs> it's illegal for us to keep quiet. While already we have some feeling about this child is getting abused, and um she has nothing but to cry and 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 tell us the truth. The truth is, um the father was um, every time he wants her to do something, he would grab the child and start abusing the child so that she can submit. I don't look like, I don't know what kind of heart this father has to do uh, to abuse his own child because he needs things from his wife whether he wants her to go uh do something whether he wants her to cook something whether he wants like yep you're not gonna do it yep I sh- I, I'm gonna show you make the the baby cry and she would cry and and bleed from inside so we had to call the um we had to push her to call the police as our kids, and th- you know they they our case workers, um, she's like, hey, look, um, brother Munir, um, this is what's happening. What should I do? It's so call the police. Yeah. alhamdulillah um, we we managed to call the police and uh, the police came and took her and gave her um secure uh, house. Alhamdulillah, we because she has um she came under a spouse visa and mm-hmm. still she she was in permanent residence. She was uh, still under um you know, sparse visa when then we have to involve and support financially mm. as well. So Alhamdulillah, this is um something that we've done, something that I've experienced.
2: Mm. Um Can I ask something on this? Just because I feel like you know, us Australians we don't have the most experience with the police and the only experience or the view we have is because of America or UK and you see from movies or T V shows and we hear stories from there and then now you're saying the police is actually helping. And I, in my subconscious, I'm like, if you call the police, they're not going to do anything. That's mm. how we all think. You know, there's no point of calling. So here, obviously, you're, you know, being a, being a caseworker, or working with caseworkers, you probably yep. call the police much more frequently. I, is the solution actually comes out of calling the police? Like, is that uh, the most encouraged thing to it do?
1: Po- police, when it comes to these things, um, they're very helpful. Um, you know, please do call, and you would, you would, you would appreciate that because mm-hmm. you are. Um, saving somebody's life definitely you are um i don't know how you're gonna sleep if you see things like that and you just let go you know without involving or without at least do your part all you need to do is just do your part how
0: do you explain it to the victim in the moment that like for example not explain it sort of get them to understand that this is the right thing because often for them you they'll probably see that you're breaking up their home you know what i mean because later on like how yeah how do you deal with that
1: well, I think um it comes with experience to be honest. Um I remember um talking to many clients um you know th- th- that's what they think, yeah, at the beginning it goes like oh yeah, about my house, about my marriage, I want to say this and that. But, you know, when when you know how to talk to clients and when when you explain to them what's going on, it's it can only go worse than what it is right now. Yeah, and they they are actually um going into something that if it's too late, mm-hmm they're gonna regret it. It's tragic. You know yeah. what I mean? So I remember talking to um, you know, one of the, the clients saying that, you know, why don't report to the police? She goes, hey, eh, but my child, but my kids, my this, my that and I said, Look um, is he putting his hand on you? She goes, Yeah. But still my kids and you know, I don't want them to be raised with a single mother or a single father. Yeah. I said, All right, you know, next time he's gonna he's gonna kill you. Just then they're gonna have no 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 father or no mother. You're gonna be dead. He's gonna be in. Endo- he's gonna end up in prison. Mm. So what are you gonna do at that time? So we're not saying uh, really um, to to just call the police, but at least at least this is the beginning. And then normally what happens is it's not just because she called the police. Um, they're gonna divorce and he's gonna be uh, thrown to the prison. This is not the process. Um, normally they 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 will take them through process and he would he needs to go through uh you know anger management courses and he needs to go to counseling um sometimes what happens is we think um he's aggressive he is violent he's this that naturally no it could be he could be um affected by trauma as well he maybe he's seen something maybe he's going through something maybe he thinks this is the right way to do maybe this is how he he's (coughs) he's he's seen his, his father dealing with his mother yeah um so education is very important and that's why we're running the uh school um programs you know the um, uh, respectful relationships when when you know these things then basically are aware where you're going when you come to get married definitely definitely um
3: one thing that i've noticed about your demeanor when you're listening or when sorry when i'm watching you speak about these kinds of things like it seems adding, you know, seems like it's normal, Subhanallah. And to us, these things are like, like, what is this really going on? What in the neighborhood next door? You know what I mean? Mm. For us, it's very um, sounds traumatic. Yeah, you know, to put it into words, um, it's there's 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 a lot to develop on in this in this regard. But like, like, surely, like, there's nothing worse than what you've just explained. Like domestic abuse. Mm. Like, has there ever been a case that's gone so out of hand that? you couldn't you know you guys couldn't intervene in it, for example, like in a domestic violence case or mm. or in a
1: homeless case or something like that um yeah, there is many of them actually um uh, I can give you example of uh, some of the brothers i mean look we y- you can only do so much, you know you can only help those who want to help themselves um sometimes they would you know you want to help. You can see the, the, the issues. You can see where, how you can help this person and where the, the patterns are. But some people, they hide them. Some people, they don't want to deal with you. Some people, um, they feel like if this happened, this is the end of their life. So sometimes we just, we had nothing to do but to just withdraw, just to keep trying and trying and trying. And sometimes these clients will disappear. So we feel like they're going through hell. We feel like they're going through trauma. We feel like they're going through even more uh, severe situation behind, th- you know, the scenes. But you know, you you just make dua for them. Nothing that you can do. Yeah. Um, uh, Subhanallah. Um, something that we uh, kind of always remind each other and uh, all the team members is like, we're not there to fix every person's issue. We can't we can try but don't feel um uh, you know uh, depressed if if that that case was um uh, out of your your hand خلاص mm. you remember um you know he was sitting with his uh, the sahaba uh, one day and um a a a janazah passed through you know it was for a Yehudi. and he was so upset and uh, and it was like you know yadun min nafsun you know. A a um body a soul that went out of my hand. Yeah, basically that person didn't accept Islam. He died mm-hmm. in his like, but it is it wasn't written for him, mm-hmm. you know, for this person to accept Islam or for Rasulullah mm-hmm. to convince him. So this, mm-hmm. how much you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. you are um you know you d- all you need to do is f- you know Allah Subhanahu wa Taala wants to see you the effort that you put in there. You know, okay. uh, as Allah Subh'anaHu said, man <laughs> you are not the one who guides um whomever he wish. It is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who guides whomever he wishes. Mm. You um. know, you are not the one. All you need to do is to convey the message. For us, all we need to do at Enzarev is to try our best. If if we can fix it, fix it. If we can't fix it, it's, you know, um, a soul that really um, c- couldn't be fixed. Mm. Mm. It went out of hand. Definitely. SubhanAllah. Mm. So just on that, what would you say was, like,
3: one of the worst things you'd ever seen in regards to this? I, like, I, I don't know how to, like, mm. gently ask yeah. that question. But
2: just so we know also how, because c- you can see movies and you sometimes you're like, this is fake. Had they even think of that That's n- There's no chance it's real And then most people talk about movie stories And they're like It's actually based on real stories But we don't know if it's actually true Like obviously not like the movies But here even in the Muslim community Because sometimes we think Muslim community doesn't deal with it Because there's no alcohol Or there's no drugs and stuff like that We have this good picture So we just, w- just want to kind of have an understanding Of what there is So we can try to prevent it as well
3: And a lot of the times They throw a blanket over it So they say Oh no not us Not us Not the Muslim community You know like Dunga showing the people around you this bad stuff, and giving us a bad image. But it's not really Islam that's ta- teaching this; it's Muslims that are practicing this. You know, they're practicing this. Sorry, my apologies. <laughs> <but> I'll, give <laughs> you, I'll give you. The well, look,
1: on. um, Subhanallah, One thing that you have to understand, uh, you know, if there is community, everything it's it's a package. You can't just say no, no. We Muslim community has to be hundred percent right. We don't have these things, Habibi. There's nothing like that. You're living in this country or you live living in, in, in whatever you are, it comes in a package. That's what I said, like, you know, no one can tell me th- the best of time was the time of Rasulullah. What do you mean? Like, they never had like uh, adultery, uh, uh, sexual, um, you know, basically um, practice outside marriage? Are you telling me this? What about that boy said, you know, came to Rasulullah mm-hmm. said, Ya Rasulullah, is only with diner. Oh, you know, you know. Allow me to commit zina, in the masjid, yeah. and the sahaba was, you know, they were like, you know, are you, are you crazy? To the prophet of Allah, you know, like, what's going on? What did Rasulullah said? Let him, let him just leave him alone. This is the counseling, you know, talking to people like you know to their heart, talking, you know, finding where is the uh, the sweet spot. You know, where, where like, where, like, when and how do you talk? You know? This is the counseling. Do you like it for, for your mother? Like, what you what are you requesting? Do you like it to happen to your mother? What about to your sister? What about to your daughter? What about? The guy was like, oh, no. My family, no, 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 no way. And what did he say at the end of this hadith? He said, you know, zina, fornication, was the, most beloved things in my heart, you know, before I met Rasulullah, and it became the le- you know the worst thing, I, the, the most hated thing in my heart after mm-hmm. the word of Rasulullah. Yes. You know what I mean? So, um, well, your question is: um, It is true. It is true. It happened in the time of sallam. Do you think we are the Sahaba, oh. it would happen, and it would happen in, until the the end of this world, Inshallah. Yeah. It would happen. It is just Subhanallah. You know, um, one thing that we have to remember, Subhanallah, is like what, like how, how did we uh, face these challenges? You know, Rasulullah said in the hadith, "من منكم منكرًا فليغيّره Whoever seen Al-Munkar you know, um, seen and 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 disliked things, You know, let, let him change it with his with his hand if he can. If you see something is not right, go and change it. If you are know, able talk about it if you can't really do anything talk about it mean um with the heart you just hate it like you can't do anything you're not in the you are not the th- the, uh, the authority uh, you don't have the power to do it just hate it with your with your tongue and with uh, with your heart you know so the test is for you, not the challenge, not the person who is getting tested. We're all in the same test, right? Allah subhanahu mm-hmm. wa said mm-hmm. Do people think they will be uh, left be, uh, without being tested when they say we believe? Mm-hmm. Indeed, we have tested those before them, which is we're going to test you. So if like in any situation, there is someone who is getting tested, but you are testing as well. Mm. Whether to go and advise this person, whether to say, you know what, I'm going to pay something to help this person, <coughs> whether to speak and campaign about this, whatever is happening. You know what I mean? So you are also getting tested. So no one can claim, you know, subhanAllah, you know, such and such, this happened. Either you are spreading rumors or you're advising people not to be like what he did, or what this person is uh, going through, you know, um, you don't just talk about it as backbiting. So in any situation, in every situation, whether we are getting rewarded or we are sinning, mm. so, so think about it. So you know, we should be those who are rewarded for every any situation. It's an opportunity. That's why we call it we don't call it challenge. We we, we all hear these things yeah? mm. We call it opportunity to get rewarded. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. SubhanAllah.
3: There was I can't remember what scholar said this, but they say that you're in four states consistently. Bani Adam is in four states. That's right. You're either in you're either in repentance, you're in um you're in blessings. Allah SWT has blessed you. You're either in um what was the last the other two? The Munir? I can't recall. <laughs> I can't recall but, <laughs> but I'm I <I'm, laughs> um i try to remember it I don't know if you remember Hamza Yusuf was speaking yeah. about it once I, I know
2: it. there's Let's see if we get it right I mean <laughs> Obviously there's Like you said Blessings And then there's Being in shukr. You're yep. grateful to Allah grateful and, and then being in test Which you kind of have to Bear there patience go, yes. And then that's like a, the Your trial and Test or in tribulation Exactly
3: yeah, yeah. So um, Allah, yeah. So when when we see things like You understand that life Is a consistent test It's not it a is. Oh Allah There's one big opportunity To get tested Bang It's oh, You pass by this guy Whose tires flat and you just yeah, brushed it off and moved on with your life. And Allah SWT goes, uh, there was your there was your roadblock. Mm. There was your opportunity, you know. And then something else happens. For example, you hear about somebody's going through hardship at home or whatever it is. And you're like, okay, I'm just going to either spread the rumor that this person's going through this or I'm going to actually go and do something about it. Mm-hmm. I go speak to the person directly or go speak to somebody who can help them. But SubhanAllah, when you consistently think about it, like, Every single day, Allah Taala sends you those opportunities, you know? 100%.
1: 100%. And, and, and
3: you just kind of like, y- unless you're conscious, unless Allah Taala has given you taqwa yeah. and, and, and you understand what's going on, it's actually very difficult to navigate in a world where we're just unconscious a lot of the time. We're just 100%. working unconsciously.
2: It's even interesting here now you listed the test and you it's only when like things go bad. But there's also the test when things are going well It's like, are we grateful? Yeah, exactly You know, like we, wait, we wake up for tahajjud right. And we make dua a lot When we need a big favor for Allah And then what happens when we get the favor? Like if it's a new job You're going to get married You're going to get a new car Or whatever it is It's like, boom Or you're sick Family member sick You make all these dua Alhamdulillah, they get better Someone recovers You get the job You forget yeah. so Even the test is Are you going to be grateful? You're gonna That's continue. So yeah. it's always like a thing
1: Subhanallah This ayah is amazing what you just saying like and it, it confirm that you know uh, with uh, which of the you know Allah's bounty are you um rejecting basically um line about subhanallah you know wa i always kind of um try to say to people like you know um, ins- like you know some people they ask you in the masjid like you know, so what do you, who do you give zakat and i said do do we have people dying in australia do do, do muslims die yeah, it costs thirteen thousand. <laughs> well, like Is that a good
3: period? answer? <laughs> 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 still got debt. So Like, 100%. do
1: do do people get divorced here? Okay, it costs five hundred. <laughs> you know? know, do people they get cancer? Do you, do, do do we have uh, people they need to pay rent here? Mm-hmm. It, it's very ex. You know, it, it's very hard to um, explain to people. Who would come with attitude Like you know Who do you give It's a question mark about Why are you collecting Zakat The skeptics, skeptics mm-hmm. Yeah Exactly mm-hmm. So This is the programs that, that you know That I was explaining You know And and we have about 20 of them To be honest Yeah
0: 20 uh, different, 20 yeah, different yeah, programs 20 different
1: programs And then uh, You lot. know Always put the le- the lens. You know How mm-hmm. The how is Islam Answer mm-hmm. is Islam Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Said what in the Quran Shay. we haven't left anything, but we mention them in the book of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Whether Allah subhanahu wa taala mentioned them directly, you know, uh, you know, لا يحل لكم أن تريث ولا ما Look. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will tell us whether it's domestic violence, whether it is mirath uh, in yeah. the same ayah, you know, whether it is um, you know, responsibility ba- about the, your ki- children, you know, um, whether it's orphans, like example, we have orphan, uh, we look after orphans, which is the um, my foster care. Or My Foster Family It's a um, a branch of NZF But we make it a different organization Because it, it requires a different team mm-hmm. Alhamdulillah it, it is working So if you search My Foster Family um, You would see um, Can the you sponsor
2: bro- often with them? Is that how it works? Or no? Basically
1: you, you register as a foster family So when we mm. have The idea is when we have Muslim uh, child Then they allow you to actually take it depends know. on i uh, yeah. not
2: sponsoring an orphan overseas It's taking no, here No, no, no they, Those who are here
1: Whoa. Are there actually yeah. a lot of orphans? Subhanallah See, this, this to me feels like something That only happens in Palestine or something Exactly like. We do have Muslim ch- kids here that They need to be sponsored
2: Is, is it sometimes Foster? I know like uh, I had a Say a, a distant relative And we kind of heard stories about them Like because they became orphan But it wasn't because their parents passed away No because it their parents left and They just left them here is so uh, that is that more common yeah, here? Because so it, comes,
1: it comes um, when we say uh, foster uh, orphans. I mean, we we use the orphans, but it's basically they don't have to, as you mentioned, uh, it doesn't have to be because their parents passed away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, in fact, sometimes, well, uh, you know, um, the the parents they're not responsible. You know, sometimes uh, it could be, um, you know. Outside the marriage, kids, you know, yeah. uh, oh, this or the is parents are not an mentally. Another, sane. another another issue that we have mm. currently oh. in 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 Australia, right? So you you think um every child comes through marriage? Yeah? This is what we know, um or we think like you know oh, only the non-Muslims do that. Mm-hmm. Um, come and see me. You know how many kids we have outside marriage? How many kids we have? Um, you know they don't you know they don't even know their fathers. Um, how many sisters? May Allah guide us and and them uh got pregnant from boyfriend who then kind of disappeared and he's like no nah, it's not mine who's no. gonna raise this kid who's the father of this kid man mm-hmm. you know so <laughs> you deal with this <laughs> with with with. Like you feel sorry for 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 many of the parents and there's these kids yeah. they fall into a lot of mistakes but some mistakes are f- you know you can I cover know. them but some of them you you they're there for forever <laughs> Y- they will chase you like where, like in every day, you know. So yeah, um, what was it? What was we saying?
3: No, no, i I'm, I just want to come back to just like I'm hearing all these issues and all these problems and how all these do you trauma. It, yeah, Subhanallah, yeah. yeah. Hmm.
1: How yeah? How do you deal with it, Subhanallah? Like, what do you do I think to I've unwind? I've already answered this question. You know, when I say whenever problems comes, you see them as opportunities. I'm gonna get reward. I'm gonna f- help this kid. Subhanallah, you know. Um, I think you've heard the conversation when with the sister. May Allah subhanahu wa taala open uh, you know, the, the the doors of Jannah for you. I just, you know, you you heard me talking to a homeless <coughs> sister just before we uh, enter into this uh, podcast. Imagine when someone is making dua like that. Imagine like when you're receiving every single day. You've you know um took the worries of uh, someone, and then he makes beautiful dua, and imagine. The mm. Du'a al Muttar, the person who is in 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 severe difficulty, is the most sincere Du'a, mm. immediately from their tongue to Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and you would see in your life Subhanallah mm. the Barakah you see, you know, divine, uh, blessing. Uh, like when I mention Barakah, I always say it's a divine blessing. When we say divine blessing, you know, you know, say so oh, it's a blessing from Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. No, don't just say blessing. Barakah is not literally means blessings, divine blessing. Mm. It's from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you don't see what kind of barakah is in, in your life, whether it's health-wise, whether it's having harmony in your family, whether it's uh, you know, financially you are getting better, whether it's you have pious and children uh, that you're raising, whether it's like subhanAllah, you, you, you can feel these things. Mm. In fact, when you, know, when you see these things, you look at your life and it's like, how easy is my life? Mm. Subhanallah, you, you know you you can you cannot control but to say alhamdulillah and thank Allah Subhanahu wa Taala for these blessings, you know, divine blessings that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is, uh, you know, uh, giving you in in your daily life, Subhanallah. You. So, you know, the the mindset, the approach should be um, I'm there to help someone. The approach should be, um, you know, don't take it personal, you know we alhamdulillah we we have say like you know it's not just me and that we have over um 30 35 people working across australia um you know alhamdulillah we have monthly islamic reminder mm. everyone has to attend and this is where you know you have the uh, islamic counseling kind of reminders of the sahaba reminders of uh, you know the calamities and tribulations and and fitan, you know when these things y- you see, these things, and then basically you, you you become from the savers, from the winners, you become from those who are in the side of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You feel like, yes, we are in the Sahaba side, yeah, mm-hmm. we are in the Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mm-hmm. side, mm-hmm. we are the ones who are the upper hand. Mm-hmm. This is you know, you're working for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, no, and and get, you, gets, you, get, you get paid for that as well, it recharges your batteries, yeah, imagine, okay. yeah, like so. That. You know subhanallah uh, and you always mention Allah subhanahu mm-hmm. in your daily dealings yeah. mm-hmm. whatever you do because like you know you know in the Quran, it says that you see it till it you talk to clients you know you know Allah mm. so you're reminding them every single day mm. you know um whether it's um addicted person you know when we see uh when we assess them, we kind of feel like this person is gambling or assisting them um you know uh, well you know assisting them with advice is something that you feel like, you know, oh, you're right, brother, or oh, a sister. Because oh my God, subhanAllah. Like, you know, no one spoke to me like this before. Everyone, my family sees me and they don't care. Wallahi, I'm, you know, I'm going to start praying, inshallah. I'm going to start. Because you are talking to them, you know, in their lowest point in their life. Mm. They needed, they come to you. And you're giving them what they ask him for, but with advice, with husna, mm. you know? You're telling them, brother, you know, what's maybe what whatever happened is because of this. And it's like, Oh, okay. So don't do that again, brother. Maybe just repent Allah's Maybe do stighfar. Maybe do this, maybe that. You know, advice. And then Wallahi you will see them subhanallah many of them they change. Hmm. And they call like us, Thank you for giving me the advice. Wallahi I had a brother. You know, um, we we kind of we check everything, all the income expenses. We ask for a bank statement. Um, I've and s- I've seen myself a brother where he's going into the uh, inappropriate websites. You know, spending some money there. Um, and I had to call him like you know one of the case workers, like you know can you please advise he's going to some of these websites. Mm-hmm. He so he's maybe addicted to visual um you know visual addictions basically yeah. to the uh inappropriate websites. I had to say, brother. Um, so, wh- what do you think? Why do you think Allah puts you in this situation? Why do you think you have you needed to come and beg someone? Why do you think you are zakat eligible? Why do you think Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is exposing you? And he was like, "Oh my God! How do you guys know?" He goes like, "You came to us, but Allah Subhanahu wa Taala is the one who sent yeah. you to us. It is not. We didn't come to you." So you were going to the then this is the the, the f- maybe this is the final station, mm-hmm. mm. this is your destiny. You mean to be here. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Alhamdulillah, we kind of need. I uh, need to talk to him. I need to uh, explain to him. You know. Um, you know, Subhanallah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will will ask you about the the money that you're spending in, in these websites. You don't benefit anything, brother. Get married, man. Get married. You don't know okay, Fasting Pray man Wallahi you will see yourself You're more closer to Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Than <laughs> these websites You want to go to these websites Open the Quran Maybe close it and run
3: Yeah mm. As you were saying There's always um, Examples Exactly in, in the deen Exactly I like remember this brother
1: uh. Calling back in a few days I was like Brother Alhamdulillah Now I'm going to Fajr Jazakallah um, <laughs> khair He texting me You know Alhamdulillah I'm praying in jama'ah I'm, it's like a, Subhanallah <laughs> Like I won't do this again. It's a terrible thing. I know. You know, it's not just with Allah. Even my finances are going up and down, and I you know I lost my job. I lost this. I lost that, and I'm now kind of I can see where I'm spending my my money. Like useless websites. Mm. Mm. That was a good reminder. This is counseling. Yeah, you know, Allah. So the 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 uh, zakat office is not just for the money. It is also for uh, counseling. It's also for advice. It is about iman. It's about winning the iman, bringing back the iman to the to the, to the nafs. So this is the one of you know the other activities that we do basically. Reviving the heart. Now. Definitely, yeah. definitely.
3: I feel like we just have to see the the whole ummah as one body, like exactly. as as the Rasulullah said, we are. When one part of us is ill, the rest of us are supposed to feel it. 100%. And when we see things like, we see things like this just next door, we have to make sure that we're involved in the solution and not in the issue of spreading it or making it worse. Inshallah, may Allah reward you, brother Munir. Amen. Even
2: um, something what qu- uh, legendary was touching on before, it's the monetary mindset. So what brother Munir spoke about is ha- having the Islamic lens and the worldly lens. So when we think about zakat, the first thing we think about is worldly benefit. I'm gonna go give it to some poor people in. Um, a poor country, a third world country. It's the mm. only benefit we think zakat does. Mm-hmm. But then, if you actually put the Islamic lens on, and then you actually like do research, it's like you should have see in the Quran. And there's eight people that take zakat. Like, what the hell? I didn't know a traveler takes. So I didn't know this person or that person. So I think if we just try to put the Islamic lens on more frequently, if it Definitely. in m- more areas than Definitely. you know, and the dunya.
3: Go ahead.
0: And I think one other major concept that's a takeaway is that everyone always has something to provide. Like that's a big thing. 100%. Because yeah. a lot of us will think, okay, cool, I might not have money. I might not have time, but there's something that you can give. you know. What I mean? And it's 100%. funny that you say that because um, I was listening to the seerah recently and then there was a certain part of the sirah that like, that stood out to me like major. Yes. And it was at the end of the Battle of Badr when the Muslims had won. And what happened was there was prisoners of war. And then in order to ransom off the prisoners of war, some of them weren't really worth anything. But they had something to give, you know. So the ones that didn't actually have yeah. money, what I, what ended up happening to them was they ended up teaching the illiterate amongst Muslims, the Muslims. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that same concept where, and the hikmah behind it is that, like, because the Prophet a lot of them, people try framing him in the mindset that he was a warlord. Like, let's just take Badr, for example. You know, he was just a warlord. He's just trying to take over and conquer lands and all that kind of stuff. But there was also literacy that was being applied to the Ummah, and that kind of stuff. 100%. So... I think also one other question that just to finish off is like like with the caseworkers and volunteers how can people like get in touch with that with NZF?
1: um as i said look um every creation of Allah subhanahu ta'ala has some sort of uh, benefit to the other person to to the other um creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you know fitna you know we made you fitna or um, there is another area that I can't remember, but, you know, we, we made you vahira. We made you backbone of the other person uh, to each other. Mm. You know what I mean? So, uh, look, NZF is always open to work with everyone. And this is what makes um, National Zakat Foundation different. We are open to work with any organization, with any individual, as long as this person is like, I can do this. So we see, all right, when, when we him um our clients, we always can find, okay, maybe, all right, even if you can just drive them to the shopping center to mm-hmm. buy some stuff. You see, you, you benefit someone, actually. Mm-hmm. If you say, look, I've got one hour. Normally, we, alhamdulillah, um, you know, we, we try to kind of utilize the skills and the, the, the knowledge mm-hmm. that you have, um, but not necessarily in a... Um, in a uh, voluntary uh, work, okay. it could be per need. Basically, you become part of the cycle. Yeah, you become part of the ecosystem. So we know when, when, whenever we need your skill, we will call you. You know, yeah. Yeah. hey, Samikram, um You know, we have this client, and always you become in our database. And then it goes like, yep, who can provide this service? Think about something. Think about something. Yeah. Think of who who do we have with this specific kind of um, service. Like to your skills. SubhanAllah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Um. then we can use it. Bring any business or any skill. Wallahi, you would be surprised. Yeah. We would need it because we're we creating an ecosystem. Even if we don't use it, be there. Yeah, definitely. You, know, you can say to Allah, Taala, I was there. SubhanAllah. SubhanAllah. You guys are doing, your mashallah, Allah, um, your part. Transferring the knowledge, transferring the information to uh others. This is your part, subhanAllah. You could have just sit right now in coffee shop or even just sleep doing nothing basically. But you you decided to uh utilize your skills, um, you know, your knowledge to actually provide this platform, uh, for this kind of information to go to uh to, to, to be um you know, transferred to the listeners. Definitely, um, definitely. so everyone has to do something. Yeah.
3: Definitely, yep. will inshallah. And we will link all the details for NZF, and inshallah we will um we'll also like make sure that whenever you guys have programs or you have initiatives, inshallah to share them on our socials, so that everybody can benefit as well. Inshallah, everybody can join in on the khair. Jazakallah khair, brother Munir, for coming and on there, and enlightening us with all of these amazing details and these sad realities or harsh realities of the world.
1: But yeah, subhanallah. Jazakallah <laughs> khairan. Wa yakum inshallah. Jazakallah khair everyone um, for the invitation and for the opportunity. Ahmad behind the <laughs> scene. He's doing great job, MashAllah. Well, Welcome um, back anytime, inshallah. Yeah, Barakallah And uh, Inshallah we we'll see you, inshallah. Maybe come and visit us uh, in our office, inshallah. We'll do, um, inshallah. Definitely in will. Will. Inshallah. Jazakallah
3: Jazakallah khairan. Thank you for watching, guys. Don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe, inshallah. And hit those links below, inshallah. Go support the brothers at NZF and sisters at NZF,
1: inshallah. مشاك الله السلام عليكم